today we are going to be talking about investing trading in stocks pretty much like an investing 101 and today i am on vacation in puerto rico but this is sort of like an emergency pod or a quick pod and i'm gonna do that a lot as we go through the episode but i digress this is investing 101 and today we're going to be touching on the basics so the first basic is why do i invest or why is investing good why is investing good is the first question but i'm going to explain it using why i personally invest i personally invest because like a lot of us i wasn't financially educated i was educated on my morals <laughs> i was educated on how to be part of a society i was educated how to be a good human being rights and wrongs go to school all the other things and as i grow up i'm learning that there's a lot of stuff my parents miss and that's not their fault they did the best that they could and i invest because as a financial literate that i am now a little bit i am realizing that in money and comfortability in life is all about when you get started and that's why you invest investing is necessary i believe everybody in this world should be investing that might break investing but i believe everybody in the world should be investing the reason why is everybody in the world is investing right now well at least if you have a good paying job at a good institution you are probably enrolled in a 401k or a pension plan or some form of investing that guarantees your future and that's the whole idea of it really financial education is letting you know that putting your not spending money anyhow and putting a little bit of it paying yourself first and putting a little bit of it in things that move and things that are bigger than you and things that will continue to be bigger than you like companies microsoft will be around long after i'm dead it was around before i was born it'll be around after i'm dead it's crazy and there's a lot of companies that have been around for 500 years and i'm being traded right or 100 years or 50 years or 20 years or 10 years but that's why i invest i invest so i can keep my money in things that keep moving because the only other way to save money is to use a savings account and a savings account doesn't do anything all it does is stores my money they give you 0.025 or some ridiculous interest rate on your savings account and it's really nothing on your hard-earned money because you worked hard for this money. You put in your blood, sweat, and tears. You worked hard. You slaved 90 hours a week or 40 hours a week, whatever it is you did to make that money. You put all that work in. And for the average human, I'm not talking about celebrities here, but for the average human, you're getting no returns. All you're doing is putting in an account. And the crazy thing is that your bank that you're using and putting your savings account in is taking that money and investing it because every bank that you're using their savings account as an investing arm or platform. So they're investing your money and using your money because really what do banks do other than save your money? Then how do they make money? They make money by investing your hard-earned money in things that move. So if the banks are doing it, you should be doing it. That's why I believe everybody should invest. And that was the first point of my financial education. Damn, what do I do with my money? Where do I put my money in? What do I do with this money? I could have gone with real estate and I am going with real estate. That's another form. But there's not a lot of forms in the world for where you can put your money to have some movement the government taxes you every year they're taking your money away from you things you need to buy things you need to do emergencies sicknesses all those things that go on in our daily life take money from us and we don't plan that there are things that we plan that take money on us like vacations and you know you're buying that louis vuitton bag or you know you're going to that football game of that favorite team you love so much those things take money away from you and you should do those things because you're human you should enjoy yourself but how about put your money also so you could make your money or you could do something and that's my basic and why i do it my financial education is rather than save my money in some savings account somewhere i'll put it somewhere else and that's why i got into investing and everybody has their own reasons on why they do things but the old thing i want you to realize is that you need to realize that putting your money in the savings account is not good and it's pointless to be honest just put it in a checking account <laughs> and invest 
don't invest all your money obviously always have like a backup always have like a cash up fund but this isn't how to be i guess how to save your money this is the podcast this is a podcast on how to invest your money and how to grow your money because then we're going to get there investing is growing your money investing is letting your money work for you investing is because your money can work harder but it depends on how much you have charlie munger 30 years ago said you need to get 100 great 100k no sorry not charlie munger uh, i guess he wasn't but you need to get to 100k before you can do anything in this world or you can do anything you want to do yeah that has changed probably but 100k is still a pretty good limit that you can get to before your money starts to make you money you can make enough money you can let your money pay you enough money as much as a million warren buffett gets paid in the millions a year based on his money not not his money is just his invested money paying him back money that's crazy millions getting paid and if you do it today you could either do dividends and you could get paid in millions in thousands or in hundreds or in tens my dividends pay me in thousands but i've been doing this a little bit when i first started my dividends were paying me a hundred dollars a year and that was good but now they're paying me thousands a year and that's good but that's why you invest and there's just it gets complicated and it gets more and more like that. And I guess that's why a lot of people don't do it because of the complication. But I would try as much as possible to simplify it on this podcast. And that's why I'm here. So that's a brief introduction into why I invest. There's a lot more reasons. Feel free to ask me. But that's a brief introduction into that. So, and that's also the benefits of investing over saving in one, in one shot. So now let's get into investing. Investing is letting your money work for you. Investing is long-term. Investing is putting your money in something you believe in. And sometimes you don't even have to believe in it because honestly, your portfolio of your 401k and your pension that you're guaranteeing your retirement on is not things you even know about or you believe in because a lot of people don't check their 401ks. So it's or investing in things you believe in when it comes to stocks or investing in things that are efficient when it comes to ETFs and all the other types of investing. But we'll get to that as well. Now, investing is putting your money where your mouth is. It is letting your money work for you. It is trying to guarantee yourself a better future. And there's also trading. We're not going to be talking a lot about trading, but I'm going to touch upon it a little bit. Trading is short term. It is quick returns. Trading is almost gambling, in my opinion, because gambling is risky. It's plain volatility, optionality. That's what trading is. I do trade now that I know a little bit more about stocks. But this is investing 101, so I'm going to focus on safe and efficient rather than risky, but high returns. So that's trading in general, and we'll talk about that. But this is more about investing in the stock market. Now, what are stocks? Stocks are a way to get in on a company. Let's say Microsoft, for example. Microsoft offers shares in your company, so you can buy into Microsoft. You can be an owner. That's what a stock is. But buying one stock of a company... You're an owner of that company. You're a shareholder. Shares. Stocks. You're a shareholder of that company. It doesn't mean you have all the power. It doesn't mean you can make decisions for Microsoft. But it means that whatever Microsoft does is in your best interest. Whatever Microsoft does, you might have a say at some point. Now, if you have enough money to buy a billion shares or, a, sorry, not billion shares, a couple thousands or a couple million shares and own with that process, if you buy enough of it over time, you can own a piece of Microsoft. But we don't have that kind of money, trust me. It's a $1.7 trillion company, and there's no way. I, personally, 
would I have a million dollars right now or 10 million? I can't own enough Microsoft to own it, but I can own Microsoft to say I'm a shareholder at Microsoft. And whatever Microsoft does, whenever Microsoft makes more money every year, whenever they grow and keep on growing, it's in my best interest. Whatever Microsoft does, whenever they release a new computer, whenever they release a new phone, whenever they release a new piece of software, whenever they buy something like a TikTok, who knows? It is in my best interest. And whatever whatever profits come for that, I get a little piece of it. Whether it's a dollar or two dollars, it's better than getting nothing, in my opinion. And that's why I do that. Those are shares in a company. That's buying shares or stocks, whatever you want to call it. Same thing. Now, the next stage, the simplicity is the beginning of stocks. The stock exchange. The American stock exchange has been around since, I think, the 1800s. I can guarantee you at least the 1800s. I think it goes back to 1700s, like maybe unofficially. But since the 1800s officially, I think it started. And this has been around for over 200 years. And it's still going to be around for maybe another 200 years. And people have been doing this and making money. Warren Buffett, for example, is one of the richest men in the world. He got rich off of only putting money in the market. He's not a businessman. He does no businesses. He's an evaluator. He looks into money and he lets his money work for him. Smart dude. But enough about Warren. So that's the beginning of everything. A little back to the stock market. Now we go to ETFs. ETFs are exchange traded funds, which are simply a basket of stocks, a pool of stocks. That's they're a pool of stocks. That's really efficiently what it is. It could follow an index. It could follow what one person decides to put together. But it's a pool of stocks that a lot of people buy into. Everyone, you, me, everybody buys into ETFs. ETFs work like stuff because they can be bought any time of the day, any time of the day. And their value isn't controlled by some institution. It's completely open and everyone and anyone can buy an ETF at any point. They really do work like stocks. But instead of buying one stock, they are a pool of stocks. And the reason why ETFs are created is to reduce volatility. A lot of people can't handle the volatility of stocks. A lot of people can't undo a stock going up $500 in a week or in a year, then coming up, coming down $1,000 in a day or something like that. For example, Tesla went from 300 last March. Sorry, Tesla went from 800 last March to about 300 bucks. And by November of last year, it was back to $4,000 at least. I think more than that. But yeah. Those are, that's volatility. A lot of people can't handle that. By the time you, if you bought in at 800, let's say you bought $10,000 worth of Tesla at $800. And it goes all the way down to $300. You'd be scared because you've literally lost more than 50% of the value of the money you put in. But if you were patient enough to wait for another two months, you will be richer than where you started and where you were even at a loss. Because it went up to $4,000. Now you have made more than 100%. <laughs> that's crazy. But a lot of people can't handle the volatility, to be honest. And that's why stocks are very scared. And that's why ETFs are created. Because ETFs, when you pull a, bull of, it, it, when you pull a bunch of stocks, some go up, some stay down. So when one goes up, one goes down. When ones go down, one goes up. And that volatility is handled that way and it reduces the volatility so rather than a 50 percent drop maybe you have a two three percent drop and that's how etf works there's a pool of stocks that either follow an index or they follow whatever portfolio someone has put together it's a portfolio of stocks now for example voo it's an etf one of the best ones out there 
I personally have some VTO, VOO, sorry. It has averaged about 7% year over year for the last 20 years. That's impressive. That's better than any bank account. That's better than any savings account in the world that you can possibly put your money into. VOO. It tracks the index of the S&P 500. The S&P 500 is a theoretical index, or it's an index, and it's theoretically based on a certain amount, a certain part of the industry. It says it picks the best, best five, the five hundred best companies in America, but that's up to them, isn't it? It's up to that institution to pick this arbitrary number. So it's a theoretical process, but when studied in reality, it has returned seven percent. So for twenty years, it's guaranteed you seven percent, seven percent return, and that's impressive enough for you to invest in VOO. So that's a an ETF, an exchange traded fund in in general. You can buy it any time of day. It literally works like a stock. Instead, you can buy a ticker of Microsoft, you can buy a ticker of that index fund, or sorry, that ETF. Now, we move on to mutual funds, which are sort of like ETFs as well. They are a pool, a basket, but instead of being managed and rather passive, they are active. They are managed by a group or a group of professionals. Let's say a lot of people offer ETF. Charles Schwab, the financial institution, has their own ETF. Everybody, every almost every financial institution has their own ETF. Even SoFi, the new app, has its own ETFs. So those are ETFs in short. Sorry, mutual funds. <laughs> those are mutual funds. They can be bought at any time. They're not like stocks. They can be bought at any time, anywhere. They're not available everywhere. If you want to buy Charles Schwab mutual funds, you have to go to Charles Schwab. If you want to buy Fidelity mutual funds, you have to maybe go to Fidelity. And they can only be they can only be bought once a day. And you can't buy them with any amount of money you have. ETF like stocks, you can buy for hundred bucks. You can buy for ten bucks if you want. But mutual funds, you have to spend whatever amounts they are accepting only. So that's the difference. It's more complicated. I personally, ETFs are more tax efficient. They're better in my opinion. Mutual funds are very safe. You make returns. It's still better than a savings account. I will recommend anything when it comes to investing over a savings account because savings account is bullshit and it will get you nowhere and it will make you work harder and harder for things that should work for you. Money should work for you. You shouldn't work for money. People have told you to work for money and that's BS and that's why I said I wasn't financially educated enough. Money needs to work for you, my brother and my sister and my friends and everybody that's listening to this. Money needs to work for you. And as soon as you get that, you will invest more. Now, those are the basics of just pretty much jumping in. It gets more complicated. Then we have bonds. Then we have a lot of other things that are investing-wise. But I will get to that. But this isn't for that. This avenue is for quickly talking about investing one-on-one, just basics that you should get into by ETFs. And I always advise ETFs for young investors, people that don't know what they're doing yet, because stocks are more complicated. And trust me. When that stock drops with that volatility, you will be scared. But an ETF will keep you safe, will keep you better. So it's a way, it's a, it's a savings account is the way I look at my ETFs. It's a savings account is the way I look at mutual funds or stocks. I just move my savings that I'm already, money I'm not planning on spending anytime soon. I'm moving into things that are moving because my money isn't moving sitting in that bank account. But my money is moving when I put it into companies that move. Microsoft will always move because it's bigger than you. It's bigger than Bill Gates, the guy that created it. And it will continue to be continuously grow and grow on or until it doesn't. So because those are, another, those are the dangers that come with investing. If Microsoft crashes tomorrow, but trust me, I feel like I will crash before Microsoft crashes. Almost a guarantee, actually. But like I said, it's never 100%. And there's risks to be involved. Now, 
how do you get now that you've heard all this fun stuff stocks etfs all this fun cool shit or whatever you want to call it how do i get started how do i get in on this money maker this stuff that's gonna make me money while i sleep you can do it by calling your local bank because like i said your local bank is out there investing your money you can call your local bank and say hey do you have any mutual funds what are the best ones what are the returns how much you compare the returns of your savings account like you did when you were trying to get a savings account and you get in you can call your local bank you can call your federal credit union example my mother got in last year or sorry three years ago into a mutual fund with a federal credit union and they helped her because that's what they're there for but a lot of people don't use it that way they just use it as a way to store their money put it in your fucking house or under your bed or something if you really want to store your money that badly but if you want it to grow put it in put it in something else that works for you and that way you're also helping the economy that way you're also helping a lot of things and you're helping the world grow because you're putting it into things that are doing things that are great or you're putting it into things that are doing horrible things so if you like clean energy for example put your money into clean energy and let it kill bad energy that's why you invest put your money in things that you believe in that you want to shape the world because you alone is not you're not enough so you're putting it in a vehicle that can do better than you that is another reason so my mom for example is up 100 percent. so if she put, if she had put 50k in our account three years ago it'll be 100k uh most of you most people make about eighty thousand to a hundred thousand dollars a year or sorry sixty to a hundred thousand dollars a year you would have made more money by just letting it sit somewhere else if you have said that and if you had it down to that imagine the exponential increase that you're going to be experiencing that's another basic of why i invest so where do you buy your bank call your bank if you're not comfortable you know doing it yourself call your banks they will help you out my mom isn't comfortable doing it herself she called the bank and they're doing it for her now other examples robin hood apps that have been created zero trading fees it takes you nothing it takes you as little as ten dollars to invest it takes you as little as ten dollars to buy companies like microsoft to buy companies like this so you can get on robin hood you can get on apps that i use Robinhood, and i'll get back to Robinhood because i know a lot of you have heard a lot of negative statements and yeah it is bad Robinhood did suck when it comes to that point but they're all the same thing in my opinion but i'll get back to that you can get on Robinhood. you can get on weibo you can get on sofi you can get on doe you can download the fidelity app you can also download the charles schwab app and register with charles schwab you can download and register which there's so many companies out there that do this thing that allow you to invest your money the same way your 401k works your retirement what you're guaranteeing your retirement on when you can no longer do all this hard work you can start doing it right now rather than because of your 401k you have to wait to 65 but today you can get good returns already and be growing your portfolio and put you your money the money you don't plan on spending i'm not telling you not to enjoy your life going tradition like i said i am in puerto rico right now in the summer enjoying a summer away from winter that i'm escaping from and i'm enjoying myself and money is working for me while i'm not working well this is kind of while i'm not working my money is working for me and that's why you invest but you should also enjoy yourself you know because you have to pay yourself first and those are the hats now back to robin hood a lot of people got on robin hood because of the gamestop saga and they blocked it which was pretty bad no one should be able to do that and that's why crypto is next and the old decentralization and all that issue is coming up but that's another topic. Robinhood did horrible things and they blocked people from removing their money. But that's how they all work. Robinhood wasn't the only one. They almost all of them did that. But aside from that, it's a pretty good platform for 
new beginners. A lot of people say it's gamified, they make it look like a game and they're deceiving investors. To be honest, I think what they were trying to do, let's not go back and ruin them. They were trying to make it easier for people to invest because investing in the past was sort of boring. Because trust me, when you look at a screen and it's just numbers and graphs and stuff, it's too complicated. I'm a math guy, so I like maths. So that's exciting for me. But Robinhood made it a little bit more, you know, cooler, a little bit like a Facebook, a little bit like an Instagram. People say it's gamified, but I believe it's a way to get people in. You shouldn't use Robinhood as your source because why I advise people to get in on ETS first rather than stocks is because stocks are complicated. And as well as there's a Microsoft, there's an Enron. As well as there's a Microsoft, there's a, as well as in an Apple, there's a Terranos. There's shit companies out there. There's horrible companies out there that if you put your money in, you're most likely going to lose all your money. And people have done that. And, the people, and there's a lot of them. Like, there is thousands of stocks in the market. So, there's good and bad, like anything in life. There is always good and bad. It, like, with volatility, for example, your body is at a constant, always going up and down. You're either gaining weight or losing weight. You're either getting better with your brain or losing some of everything. The world we live in is volatile. You don't know what's going to happen next. So that's the whole idea. Even the stock, it's, it is volatile. And that's how volatility works, in my opinion. Anyways. Or that's a good explanation. But what I'm trying to say is, all of it is pretty much dependent on what kind of lifestyle you want to live. If you want to keep on working for the rest of your life, then keep working. But if you don't, and if you want to retire early, if you want to do things better, if you want to do anything you want to do rather than doing things people want you to do, then get into investing. And that's why I got into investing. Because I want to be able to do the things I want to do. Because trust me, I want to, I'm an engineer. I love engineering. But I would want to do, I want to do things greater than I can. And by investing, I'm doing those things. And it's given me the permission to be able to be more flexible in my life, travel more, enjoy myself more, live the life I want to, while as well growing and not regretting what I did. So that's why I invest. More to come on our podcast. Thank you for listening. And have a good day. Happy trading or happy investing.